Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where you talk anxiety, comedy, everything in between. I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Steven Rogers. This is a uh, fantastic episode of me and Steve reunite for a memory lane of sorts of our week. <laughs> we talk about we talk about how we, we, we watch professional wrestling with Joe List and feel empathy for the wrestlers. Yeah, I talk about hosting uh, Joe List at my apartment for the first time, and then my run-in with Dave Attell. Yeah, a lot of comedy guests, but we also do some anxiety stuff, the anxiety I get into of having to cancel plans and how it physically hurts my stomach. Yes, and uh, we also talk about pre-vacation anxiety. Listeners submitted a topic by Mightly Slightly, and uh, other other topic is by Ronnie. It's, she's going through menopause. And then we have a special guest. Talk about how you can deal with menopause. It's a really fun uh, surprise appearance. It's, it's a cameo. Cameo. Uh, a surpri- had- it was a surprise for her, too. Yeah, surprise for her, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even get a chance to say hello and thank you. So thank you and hello to our special guest on that episode. All right. Uh, enjoy. And, and Well, we got to oh, do the, yeah. the, 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 Sorry, the plug. So... Uh, uh, March 11th to 12th, I'll be at the, the Omaha Funny Bone with Emma Willman. Look for her on the website. Uh, March 22nd. 22nd and 23rd, I'll be at the Albany Funny oh, Bone. nope. I gave you the wrong dates. I thought you were talking about the other thing. Oh, no. Uh, uh poop. Uh, ah, darn it. Oh, 25th and 26th, I'll be at the Albany Funny Bone. And March 22nd. I'll be on the live Tuesdays with stories at Fat Black Pussycat. Check yes. it out with Joe List. Uh, I'm on the road with Brian Regan all this week. Check out his website for the dates, but they're in uh, Oregon and California. Uh, March 2nd, I'm uh, going to be a part of a TV taping with Caitlin uh, Palufo at uh, Zany's in Nashville. And then my album slash special, Before He Was Super, comes out May 6th. And this comes out? Next Monday, if you're in the Astoria area, I'll be opening for Joe List at Grove 34 on the on February 21st. So it's today. Today. Yes. If you're listening on the day it comes out. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. See you later. Church starts beating really fast. Sweating and trembling. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Hello, out there. <laughs> Uh, I haven't left the house all day. Is it cold? Warm? I haven't left until uh, coming over to see you. And? And uh, it's fine. All right. Uh, I'd say it's windy. Uh, Everybody knows it's windy, except for you. But uh, Okay. What does that mean? It was a song. Oh, everyone knows it's windy except for you? Well, it's everybody knows it's windy. And then I added the except for you. Oh, okay. Uh, It's a pretty bad song. Yeah. It sounded insulting when you don't know the song. (laughs) (laughs) But it's uh, 37 degrees, so I don't know if that helps. That's cold. Yeah, but it's uh, not as bad as it was, like, last week. I know, when it was two, and then, you know, hands are numb. I, I don't own any gloves or a hat, yeah. so I'm just... <laughs> oh, really? We got to get you a beanie, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I don't look good in them. As, uh... Really? 
I bet you you do. No, no. I I it bet rounds you, out my. I look like an egg. I bet you you do. And uh, <laughs> someone told you you didn't. Uh, Who? I, I don't oh. know. Someone must have told you you didn't, and then you thought you took their word for it. It was in my past. Yes. Yeah. I bet you you look good in a beanie. All right, we'll find out, everybody. Stay tuned. I got a, I got a cold gripe that, real quick. Okay. This happened to me recently. I'm and listening. I, I think if you were there, you would have been right there with me. I get to the to New York Comedy Club. I'm with Jason Choi, a very funny comedian, and we come in, and there's this guy there uh-huh. that uh, is a, a conversation trapper. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Have we met him before together recently? I it, don't think I've been oh, okay. with you and him at the same time. Okay. Which means it might be you. <laughs> You've never been in this the same room. It's my alter ego. Does he, have, <laughs> does he have a mustache and wear glasses? <laughs> uh, so as soon as I walk in, and it's the it was the coldest day in a long time. Yeah. I was shivering, and I even had gloves on. You know that cold that just goes through the gloves? like You shouldn't even be wearing them. I know. It's like a spirit. Yeah. It just haunts you. <laughs> So uh, the Casper cold. So I go in and immediately... Uh, make, her, make her the mattress. <laughs> okay. uh, I met my maker. Immediately I come down there and he comes right over to me and starts talking to me immediately. And my face is all red. It's like I'm coming down from how horrible it is outside. And he starts talking to me. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, great. And I'm taking off all my layers and I'm like... And then he just keeps talking. And I like, don't want to talk about whatever it is. It's about comedy or something. I'm like, man, it's cold out. And he's like, well, it's uh, February in New York. And I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, this is my problem with people who don't know how to have a conversation. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Don't just shoot you down and make you feel stupid. You want You came running over to, to talk to me, and uh, I give you a, a nugget to to chew on, and yeah. you throw it right back in my face. I know a little conversation seed to possibly grow. Yeah, to a big thing, and he just steps on it. And, and it's like that Louis joke: if uh, if you bring up the weather, you have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first thing I brought up. Yeah, I know. That's my gauge. As soon as I get to the weather, I'm like, I'm done here. Yeah, uh, you know, like sometimes the- you start with other things. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to shout out Ronnie Martinez, p- longtime listener, Patreon member, who sent us a pack of liquid death because she said it looks cool, and it does. And we have the box right behind us. It's and- so cool. Yeah, I think like Rob Zombie's Nightmare. Yeah. It's a... Uh- it's uh, I've never had flavored liquid death, which I'm really excited about. She's uh, I gotta give props to Ronnie. She's a hell of a listener because she knows we want seltzer. Yeah, but I think she knows your love of mango. I know. So and that's a deep cut. That's I know from a few ups uh, back. Yeah. So and this is already cut, which I don't like cutting mangoes. It gets <laughs> sticky. So and uh, I, people couldn't know this, but whenever we hang out at Joe List's apartment. His fridge is full of liquid death. So this has been the drink I've been consuming a lot lately. I know. My fridge is just filled with regular death. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that inside that microwave. <laughs> no, microwave. We'll never speak of that microwave ever again. <laughs> a microwave of doom. I think that microwave is filled with uh, beefarino artifacts. That, that, and- that microwave looks like the wall after a headshot. <laughs> Yeah, what was assassinated? A big bowl of pasta. <laughs> oh, this is great. I love it. So uh, I got it last night, put it in the fridge last night. Been drinking them all day. <laughs> this is my, like, 10th. <laughs> That's why the box is so empty. What 
haven't seen how light it is. I'm going to order it. Oh, that's definitely half full. Well, I stacked some in there. But oh, okay. I'm going to keep ordering these. Thanks, Ronnie. Mm. And Ronnie, you sent us a topic we'll get into at the end of the the episode and uh, possibly with a guest con- contribution. Uh, and we also have, uh, while we're on the subject of, of uh, Ronnie, we've been, uh, we started a new thing where we're shouting out our Patreons, new Patreons up at the top. But we just started it, so we want this month we're trying to give an extra shout out to people that have been patrons from the beginning. Uh, so I'm going to go in uh, original order here. Uh, so thank you to Jenny Marie, Matt Brooke, Kevin Ellis, Ryan D, Ronnie Van Winkle, Helena, Elizabeth Amagork, John Chapel, Andy Chavone, Christine, Liv Johnson, AJB, Emily Lee, Patrick Seaman, Eric Aspera, Malls, Ollie. Uh, Dr. Deb, Cara B, Graham Carr, and new Patreon member, Ryan Stern. Ryan Stern, thanks for joining, and I see your parents still haven't... My parents uh, still haven't rejoined. They haven't paid their credit card off. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they need their own Patreon to pay off Citibank. (laughs) (laughs) I saw your smile while I was reading it. I was like, I know what's coming. (laughs) Your parents... Your parents have been able to be on the episode. I know. I smelled it a mile away like the inside of your microwave. (laughs) That's no candle. That's old pasta sauce. Those aren't pillows. Uh, No, that's my favorite line ever. Oh, my God. So speaking of Joe List, Liquid Death, we've been hanging out with him. And uh, we walk around a story together, the three of us. It feels like we're hanging out with our dad. You know, he's like taller and older than us, and we skip around him. Yeah, it's like those... uh, Comedians in cars scenes where they show the two comedians walking around the block and the, and they're laughing, but they never hear anything. That's yeah. what it feels like. My favorite one of those is Brian Regan's, by the way. Oh, yeah, we can see his face and you, you have no idea what he's saying. And he's doing act outs yeah. where he's like stretching on the sidewalk. Uh, I always wonder, what is it going, what are they saying? Yeah, I know. But but that's what it's like when we walk around the block. And uh, he is he's like a dad where, uh, you know, he expresses his disappointment, you know? Yeah. Because, um, we were at Grove, and he comes in. I hadn't seen him in a week, and I go, Joe, and he sits down. I'm like, your beard's big, and then he leans over to you. You're sitting on the <laughs> other side of me, and he goes, can we switch seats? <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, yeah, big. Uh, he didn't even acknowledge what I said. He just processed it, <laughs> leaned over to you across from me, and asked if. Uh, if you and I would switch oh, seats. Oh, you and I would switch seats, yeah. Yeah, because you were in the middle. I was in the middle. Uh, stuck in the middle with you. And uh, yeah, that was a fun hang. A lot of good laughs. Then we went back to my apartment. This was a big deal for me. Yeah. I've ho- I've been able to host you a couple of times, which is always fun for me. Mm-hmm. But I have, for people that don't know, Joe is my next door neighbor. He's on the same floor as me. Is terrified to go in my apartment because of the cat. I don't know why he thinks the cat's going to attack him or anything. Not, and she, if she goes after people, it's nothing more than a normal cat does. Yeah. So he's terrified of my cat. And I'm like, I really want to host Joe. He's the reason I have this apartment. That's true. He's he's changed my life. I, I love him so dearly. And uh, while we're walking over, we're all we're just riffing. And then pizza comes up in the conversation. And we're all like, hey, let's get a pizza. And then I jokingly said, it's not delivery. And then... Both of you, you would have thought I, I brought out uh, some crack in, in an alley. You, you perked your heads up, and you're like, 
Yeah, let's get to Giorno. <laughs> and and we, we were by a grocery store. We were right by a grocery store. We go in there and <laughs> And you have never had DiGiorno. I have if That's I, what made us go in and get it, I think. Yeah. Is uh you were like, I never had it. You're like oh, we're like, how have you lived this long? I know. And then uh I want why? What have you had different frozen pizza or I've had different frozen pizza. Okay. But and if I've had DiGiorno, I don't I didn't know it was well, DiGiorno. Because you, you thought or, it was delivery. This this Domino's is great. I don't know why it came frozen in my fridge. <laughs> so, so uh, we go get it, and uh, he, Joe's peti- petitioning for for cheese. You're petitioning for two pies, and I'm, <laughs> and, and I'm petitioning for uh, for pepperoni. Yeah, I know. The between the three of us, we'd go through one pie pretty fast. And yeah, we wanted to. So we get the, the pepperoni uh, and the cheese run over, and I can't believe it, but Joe agrees for me to make it in my apartment because he wasn't. He thought his wife would be naked or something. He didn't <laughs> yeah. want us to go in without yeah. giving his wife a proper heads up. <laughs> yeah, and and I was like, oh man, this might be it. I so I I make them in our apartment and in my apartment and. Uh, Joe comes over. We watch wrestling. We're making fun of wrestling. Pizza comes out. He's worried the cheese is too doughy that we're going to, you know, all have diarrhea the next day. All right, all right, which uh, was uh, rough rough going for me. I don't oh, know. really? I don't know. I was fine. So, uh, okay, I got two points before you, before you finish here. I know, congratulations for Joe coming over to your place. Yeah. Has he made fun of you about it? or No, said, I have a nice place. I know, but... You know, he's while well, he was over he, there. He surprising. There was nothing he pointed out. Well, he got upset when your cat went in the litter box. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sure that stinks. Uh, yeah, that cleared out the room. I think Ronan's grandma can't trip twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so two things. So we're walking together. We're, originally, we we're just going to get a walk and get tea. Somebody brings up the pizza idea. Maybe it was you that you wanted pizza delivered. And I had plans. I had a friend from like back uh, from school that oh, I was that's right. That was that I tentative plans or basically plans with, and I said we have plans for eight in uh, in like Long Island City, which isn't that far of a drive. Uh, so I'm like, as soon as we talk about pizza, I'm like, maybe I should push it to eight thirty. Right now it's seven thirty, or maybe it was seven. Mm-hmm. It's probably seven. I'm like, we gotta wait for the delivery, and then uh, and then we gotta eat it. And, you know, so I'm like, all right, let's push it to, to 8.30. She was like, that's fine. Then we decide on DiGiorno's. We get to DiGiorno's. We go back to your place. We sit down, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a little longer. I go, how about 9? And the friend says, okay, that's fine, whatever. A little late. And uh, <laughs> and then Joe's like, Joe comes over. We we have Comedy Central on. Joe goes, this stinks. Let's watch wrestling. Yeah. So we're like, all right. So we put on this old wrestling and it, it, then I'm like, this is going to be an all night hang. We got pizza. Yeah. We got wrestling. So I text my friend. Uh, and it's so hard for me to cancel plans. Like, yeah. it hurts my stomach. And right. even asking. That, that was the doughy cheese. That was the dough, yeah, and the cheese. <laughs> it hurts my stomach. I'm going, oh, God, I got to cancel plans. We're going to be hanging out all night and, and all this stuff. And so I go, uh, hey, uh, and I think I even go, oh, and you go, what's the matter? I go, oh, nothing. <laughs> I, I text my friend. Uh, it was so hard. Uh, I go, 
can we do another day uh, tomorrow? <laughs> they go, oh, fine. So uh, soon, as soon as I send that text, Joe goes, I think I'm going to go home soon. <laughs> I forgot about that. Literally, I said, tomorrow works better for me. And then Joe goes, yeah, I feel, uh, I want to go home and shower. I think I'm going to watch a movie with my wife. And, uh, and the pizza's not even done yet. <laughs> or maybe we just started we eating. We were eating uh, at that point, but yeah. We were eating at that point. So... Uh, I got so like it was the rush of adrenaline to cancel plans, and then just the confusion of what the hell's just happened. What did I do this for? What did I put myself through misery for? You guys were gone at like nine thirty. I know I could have <laughs> made the plans. Well, I could have left earlier. I made him stay longer. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I had just canceled the plans. <laughs> I made him stay like a half hour longer than he wanted to. It was a great hang. It was worth it. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was, I guess, an extra 15 minutes with Joe. I could have, like, you know. I was there, too. I didn't have to cancel uh, we plans. Home, and, and, but, uh, and you whatever. And, and the cat, yeah. I made the pizza. And you made the pizza. and uh, Paid for it. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did, too. Yep. Well, I saved you. You you were like, don't eat anymore. And I was like, all right. Well, I you're <laughs> a garbage disposal. I had to make sure that Joe got his slices. <laughs> No, I thought you wanted slices. Oh, I did too. We oh. all ended up having a, I think, the same amount. I had three. Yeah, I think I had, I had three. And how many were left? Did you have some for tomorrow? I had one slice left when everyone left. Oh, see, that's why we got to get the two. I was right about the two. You were right about the two. Okay, all right. No one fought you on two. All right. Well, I'll uh, next. Uh, how was your two the next day? <laughs> <laughs> it was more like a three. <laughs> Is a one and a two at once. A one and, and a, a two. two. And a <laughs> so, oh my God. Oh, so the other thing I wanted to say oh, in man. relation to anxiety and uh, all that, uh, watching wrestling, we looked up the agent. So we watched the old wrestling that's on, what was it, Peacock or whatever? Yeah. From the ninth, from 1992, it was Macho Man, some yeah. other Ultimate guy, Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. And then we watched... Uh, this guy who's like a accountant or something, and uh, you had uh, Ric Flair and Mister Perfect. Oh, they were around, yeah, but they weren't in the match. They were like standing on the sides. Yeah, they did some stuff. And then the, the one with the IRS guy, his name is Erwin R. Scheister, but he's yeah, he's and Money Man and or Money something. Man. He's just a dollar sign. That's how uncreative people were back then, or you didn't even need to be creative back then. Yeah. Eh, what's up? What's up? what people do? They have money. All right, you're the money guy. <laughs> I was hanging out with. <laughs> I was hanging out with Joe last night, and he put on wrestling again to see if he could recreate it. And uh, it had like a, it showed a bunch of wrestlers talking to the camera in sequence really fast. And uh, it was just the worst gimmicks I've ever seen. I'm the stapler guy, you know. I hold a stapler when I fight, and uh, yeah, they call me the Matchbox. Uh, that was really wrestling. No, no, oh. <laughs> but it sounded convincing. Yeah, I'd believe it. So they, so we look up how old these people are, and they're like in their thirty, late thirties, forties. Mm-hmm. I think the one guy, the Dollar Man, was like fifty. He looked like a sitcom, sitcom dad. Yeah, well, he's hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah, when they uh, when they pinned him, they broke a fifty. <laughs> when they pinned him, two quarters rolled out. <laughs> uh, but the uh, but we look up how old they are. One of them's my age, 
they're all older than me. They're yeah. either my age or older. Right. And, uh, and you know, wrestling's fake. I mean, it, I don't think there's any debate about that. But you can watch. We're watching. Literally, they're falling down. They're grabbing each other's necks. You, yeah. You hear like slapping, and I'm like, I, I wake up wrong. My neck hurts. These people are my older than me, jumping on each other's backs, and yeah, they're bouncing <laughs> around off the the cables and everything. They're balancing on the ropes, which is insane. They're hitting each other with chairs. And yeah, that, you know, I don't know how you fake it, but maybe well, it, maybe it's cushioned. And Joe pointed out something I've never because I you and I weren't big uh, wrestling fans growing up. No, but I enjoyed watching it uh, that night. I've never seen it, really seen it before. When they're in the holds, it, he's like, that's them resting. And I never caught that. Yeah, that's them taking a break when they're like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when they came on, you called them all fat. They all were, were uh, chunky. But, but they're all just ripped. They're all huge men. That's what it, they are. Well, I think like men now. Are... They came on, and you're like, look at all these fatzos. <laughs> And Joe's like, what? Look they, at these they guys. Don't, they don't they're... have shredded abs. They have like bulging stomachs. But that's I, I like could a tell, football player. I could tell they were strong, but I was expecting like silky abs and silky. I don't know. I was looking forward to abs. These are just bellies. They look like me. It could have been me. <laughs> My age. If I took human growth hormone and did cocaine, I'd look like them. <laughs> And that actual night, I was in the kitchen making the pizza, and I heard you go, oh, and I went, what What happened? You're like, oh, I sat down wrong. <laughs> no, that was me canceling the plans. Oh, is that what yeah, that was? Yeah, I just couldn't think of an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes more sense, because I was like, is he like that old? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> no, that was me going, oh, tomorrow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so, so funny uh oh my god oh so the other thing about wrestling uh joe was like joe kept being like isn't this fun we're like yeah he's like i thought we'd riff and i'm like what is it a riff it's the same thing it's just people groping each other well we were riffing and having a good time but he was immediately in his head <laughs> that he made us watch something we didn't want to watch i'm like i'm having a good time yeah it's it's good yeah but he would, yeah. Every time there was a lull, he'd be like, "Do you guys hate this? Do you hate me?" <laughs> <laughs> and every time something cool happened, he would go, "Come on, isn't this great? Look, oh, come on!" And you're like, "I'm, I'm, yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm enjoying it." <laughs> yeah, but I did have a lot of empathy for those guys, and we looked them all up. Half are dead. All, almost all but one. Almost, uh, actually, yeah, all, they're all, all dead. But, yeah, they, this is '92, everybody. Twenty years later, these people are like in their thirties. 30 years later. 30 years later. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, one guy died when he was 39. The British yeah. Bulldog. Yeah. Who uh, Joe kept saying was it looked like an attractive woman. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> God, that was the best bit of the night. He's like, man, look at these chicks. They're so hot. <laughs> Just two men. Oh, man. So uh, uh, check out old wrestling if uh, you're into that. I don't recommend it. I don't know. I had a good time. You know, watch it with friends. It's always fun. Feel bad for those people. I have too much. I I could watch football, watch them smash their heads. I'm like, all right, watch these guys like fall on their elbow. I'm like, oh god, right? <laughs> <laughs> their elbow, their cartilage. <laughs> oh man, put the cartilage before the horse. I know. And then everyone's like, oh, uh, 
I don't want to get too much into this <laughs> stupid, but when uh, Joe called it perfectly, he's like, "Watch this." The ref, the ref got accidentally oh, hit. Oh man, and this so re- funny. The referee in the wrestling is supposed to count the pin. So then Joe's like, "Watch this." He fell down. They're they're gonna get pinned. So the ref goes, "Ooh!" He's like <laughs> disoriented. He's walking around the mat. Like really hamming up how disoriented he is, like like it looked like a Bugs Bunny cartoon with the birds around his head. He goes, ooh, he's like looking around, and then uh, of course the guy he gets looked like Mr. Magoo, just couldn't see what was going on, <laughs> yeah. feeling the ground. And of course, like I forget who who's wrestling gets pinned, and you know the guy's just looking over there. That he turns around and he starts counting, like uh, at I guess technically the fourth beat or whatever. Yeah. And then the guy breaks the pin, and then he goes, and then everyone in the crowd's like, "What the hell?" They're all like getting mad. That was word for word, folks. They're all around him. What the they get pinned? And then the ref is like, "Well, I didn't see it." Boo, 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 boo. And I'm just like, "Can't they replay this on the screen for this guy?" I mean, right. This isn't the, this is the '90s. They had cameras. They had instant replay on NFL. Just play it for them. But they're hamming it up for the crowd, and it's working. These guys are getting so mad. What the heck? And it just it was just fun to be on the outside watching people get taken advantage yeah. of emotionally. It was crazy that the entire audience was filled with the Swedish chef. <laughs> it was in Europe. So uh, all right, so we got that. What else you got going on? Well, I alluded to this in the bonus and realized I never told you this story. Mm. But when I was in, I was in San Francisco. Yes, a uh, couple weeks ago now. Oh, right. I've been, yeah. I've been waiting for this one. And uh, uh, we went to uh, while we were there, Caitlin. I said to Caitlin, "I'm like, hey, we haven't really had a date night in a while mm-hmm. where it has no comedy involved, uh, whatsoever." Or, or we're not surrounded by comedians. Yeah. Uh, wh- why don't we? And we've never gone on a date in your hometown of San Francisco. Well, why don't we do that? And she's like, you know what? I haven't even taken any of my boyfriends on a date in San Francisco. I don't know when I, the last time I've been on one. Let's do it. This sounds great. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. All right. Uh, I had a thoughtful thing. It really resonated. This is going to be great. And then she was like, oh, by the way, um, it looks like David, David Tell's in town. And I was like, all right, well, we're going to that, too. And So your day without comedy is filled with comedy and centered around comedy? Uh, I would say no, but it certainly ended. We knew it was ending at, at the David Tell show. So we had a regular date uh-huh. day. And then... And, Still comedy. But not centered around it. All right. Well, go go on. Dinner and a, dinner and a show. Fun dinner. Had a great time. Uh, she's the best. the The restaurant was fine. Was it rice aroni? Uh, uh, I think it's pronounced palufo. But uh, <laughs> and rice, rice pulaf. <laughs> uh, um, so we uh, we go to Cobb's Comedy Club, mm-hmm. and uh, love San Francisco. By the way, it's a killer town. Isn't that on Corn Corn Street? Uh, <laughs> or is it on pop? It's, I was just gonna say pop. <laughs> you took too long. You took uh, too long. I was gonna give it to you. Yeah, that your joke was uh, corny. <laughs> uh, butter my. I don't know. Yeah. All right. 
so and there was somebody stalking us. Don't be salted. Salty. Nothing on stalking? Oh, uh, yep. Way I'd... better than salted. Don't assault me. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, uh <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh I just got to get to the kernel of the story here. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so we get to Cobb's Comedy Club, killer, killer town of San Francisco. Did you have the salad? Oh, oh boy. Come on. All uh, right. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Stick a fork in that salad. I went to the club. I want to club you. Uh, and uh, Sandwich. <laughs> uh, we get to the club. Line around the Court, like down the block. Oh, for nice. these, all the shows are sold out to see David Tell. He had to add shows. Uh, there's no way to get in except we know Louis Katz, the opener. And oh, nice. he was nice enough to bring us in the club. Whoa. We get in the club and we're like, yeah, we'll just sit, sit in the back. And uh, we just want, we haven't seen David Tell do an hour before. And he's like, sounds great. Uh, but do you want to say hello? Whoa. And Caitlin, for those of you that don't know, Caitlin's passed at the Comedy Cellar. David Tell is constantly at the Comedy Cellar, and they overlap. They they uh, overlap. They've seen each, each other there, and uh, Caitlin's favorite comedian is David Tell, so she'll go down and watch him to the point where he's started to talk to her from the stage sometimes, and they have interactions and stuff. So they know each other. I've never met him, and we go upstairs, and uh, I'm like get nervous and we get into the green room and he's right there and he goes, Oh, Hey, I forgot you're going to be in San Francisco. Starts talking to Caitlin. It's really cool back and forth. And then, uh, I had warned her that she was probably going to be thrown on the show. I was like, he knows you. He's a super nice guy. You're a killer comedian. You're going to be thrown on the show. I would think that as well. And, uh, she's like, you're an idiot. That's never going to happen. And, uh, we get up there, and he's like, oh, hey, I forgot you're going to be in San Francisco. So you want to do time? And, and uh she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And he's oh like, God. perfect, all right, that's good. And then uh, he, uh, Caitlin goes, thanks uh, so much. By the way, this is my boyfriend, Steven. He's a comedian. He opens for uh, Brian Regan. And I start to say hello, and he goes, all right, so you'll do some time too. Whoa, Stevie. Yeah. and uh, Talk I'm, about, like, you know. Just uh, find love when you're not looking for it. Find stage time when you're kind of looking for it, I guess, <laughs> <up> accidentally. <laughs> That's the the old saying. <laughs> <laughs> not look for stage time. Get the greatest stage time. That was a great kernel. Oh, come on. You can't use it twice. <laughs> it didn't work the first time. I thought yeah. maybe... You can't repop a kernel. It's, <laughs> it's done. I think all you can do is chew on it till your tooth breaks. I got that joke stuck in my teeth. <laughs> By the way, uh, people, uh, that waitress story from last week where I said you two, yeah, one YouTube comment, they were they were impressed. <laughs> oh wow! Oh shucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> we uh, we start uh, talking in the green room. We're having a good time, and then uh, we go downstairs. And Caitlin's on before me, and uh, show starts, host goes up, he's doing well. Full room, it's the late show, Caitlin goes up, and she starts doing her boyfriend material. Oh, jeez. And David Tell comes over to me, and he goes, 
Don't let her do that. Hit her back. And uh, is he making eye contact you with you? And I don't remember. I was freaking is it, out. Is it like intimate, was... intimate convo, or is he walking by? He's standing in the hallway looking at me. I don't oh. know if he's looking at my eyes or not. I was freaking out. And uh, then we. Uh, oh, but this is what this is the main reason I tell this story. Uh, before he. Gave offered me stage time. Caitlin thinks that this moment here is what got me the stage time. Okay. And uh, really proud of myself. I was so nervous to meet him. And we get up there, and you know, he gives the stage time to Caitlin. And Caitlin's like, this has got to be exciting for you, Dave. Like this, There's a line around the block. It's packed. And Dave goes, yeah, yeah. And I go, yeah, it seems like a lot of people want to get in that bakery. Oh. And he goes, Ha! And I'm like, oh my god, that's a David Tell laugh. And he, then she introduces me, and he throws me stage time. That was your audition, man. I I was like, I I know he doesn't like people sucking up to him. He doesn't take compliments, but he loves jokes. And it was the first joke to pop in my head, and I just said it out loud. He's just like us. Yeah. Well, no one wants to give us compliments, but we like jokes. <laughs> that's why we don't take them. <laughs> Please, please, please. No compliments. <laughs> and, and, and everyone's like, you don't have to worry about that. You're good. Like, we've, <laughs> we've never heard of you. So the show went uh, well. Did you hang out after the show with him? So I do my set, and it does. I do well. I get off, and I had to go to the green room to go to the bathroom. He's up there. Doesn't say anything to me. And I'm like, oh, my God. He but the, hates But there me. was laughs, though, right? There was laughs, okay. and I realized it's being piped into the green room, Ugh, and I'm like, oh, my God, he hates my stuff. And then I uh, go back downstairs immediately after going to the bathroom. I don't look at anybody. And uh, Did you do Caitlin material the, with the can? I had some, uh, yes, I did some of oh, that. Oh, nice. And I even came up and went, uh, I'm Caitlin's boyfriend, and it got a laugh for like, uh, full. I, like, I I had to wait for everyone to stop laughing. Did you go? I'm Caitlin's boyfriend. Boop boop boop. <laughs> what, 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 the wrestling crowd member? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> uh, and uh, then I um. That ref. What the hell? Um. So. Uh, Watch the rest of the show. David Tell crushes. I bet. The best ever. Nice. And uh, then we go upstairs and watch him. And I'm like, man, this joke's amazing. And he goes, oh, that joke's old. And then uh, I'm like, I've never heard it. And he says that to you or on stage? Says it to me. Oh, wow. And uh, then I said, oh, that was funny. And he's like, all right, well, when you're done with the empty compliments. And it, and he's just like deflecting every uh thing we said that about his set being good all right which is uh from what i'm hearing uh, uh his fashion but it was so cool and uh then he said to me hey make sure you ha- you should hang out at the cellar more to me he's like come by more whoa i was like good god i mean i'm there a, a lot hanging out with friends but i i didn't know i could say hello to you and then i b- have been there since saw him and chickened out i <laughs> didn't say hello did he look at you uh no he was being you know going straight to the back of the room oh my god and then another on Valentine's Day I go downstairs with Caitlin she had a we had been doing shows together and we go downstairs to watch uh, 
her show, and uh, I'm sitting in the back of the room with Caitlin, and she goes up to the hallway, and he was in the hallway, and he goes, hey, where's your uh, boyfriend? She's like, he's in there waiting to watch you. Like, we were staying to watch you, and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And uh, I didn't say hello to him either. Oh, my God. You just got to be mean to him more often, so it sounds like. Yeah, it's like uh, negging. (laughs) You got to neg him, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, so that's the story. That's great, man. If you guys don't know David Tell, uh, when we were growing up or coming up or young or whatever, he was like the funniest comedian. He was like the voice of Comedy Central. He uh, Skanks with the Memories is still one of my favorite albums, and he hasn't really released an album since. Which is pretty insane. Yeah, there's uh, the Roadwork special, and then uh, obviously Insomniac is amazing. But there's no audio album. There's one full special, and then there's Bumping Mics. Yeah, yeah, the Netflix thing. Was that on Netflix? Yeah. So uh, my story with him, when I was 18, me and uh, my brother were fans, and we couldn't get into the... There was only one comedy club in Washington, D.C. It was D.C. Improv. We couldn't get in because we were too young. Yeah. So uh, we're, my big plan was to go to the club and wait around, and maybe he'll walk out. <laughs> and we could talk to him. Right. So then me and my brother do that. We stand around. We linger around the entrance, and then the show lets out. We see all the people walking out of the doors, so we walk in the doors, and, we, and then we see Dave come out. Everyone, he's mobbing. Everyone's mobbing him. We're just standing there, like, gawking our faces at him. And he, uh, people are like handing him things to sign, and I don't have anything, so I hand him a dollar, and he signs a dollar. He's, wow! I still have it. And then we're just still. He signs a dollar, and we're just still standing looking at him because oh, we're no. like starstruck. And and he goes, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" And then there's this. I didn't know. I realized there's a woman next to me, on the right, and I yeah. guess she's like trying to talk to him too. And he goes, "He's like, hey, hey, man." He says hi to my brother. Says hi to me. Says hi to the woman. He goes to the woman. Who who are those guys? She goes, I don't know. She he goes, they're not with you. And she goes, no. He goes, all right, let's uh, step over here. <laughs> well, he got rid of you. <laughs> I got rid of me real quick. And quite obviously, quite obvious about it. He's trying to hook up with that girl, or just, I don't know. Who knows. So, oh man! So then the the second time I saw him was a little nicer. I was new to you know 2013, new in comedy. I only had a few friends. One was Reggie Conquest, who at the time oh, yeah. was super poor. Like he uh, he really I don't know how he lived. He can only you know sometimes I had to buy him chips and <laughs> to live and then uh, poker poker chips. So. Now he's doing great. He's on M- M- uh, HBO. Killer comedian. Killer. He's at the cellar. He's so funny. So and uh, but at the time he was like completely destitute, and he would hang out at the comedy cellar because his friends were there, Keith Robinson and stuff. So he knew Dave from there, and we went to Seven Eleven, me and him, to get hot dogs or whatever. And he got and then uh, and then we look and Attell's behind us in the line, and he goes, uh, Reggie, what are you getting? And and he's like, oh, I'm getting some hot dogs. He's like, he's like, get some more stuff. And Reggie gets some candy bars, and, Dave, and then David Tell pays for it. Wow. Yeah, he didn't pay for mine, but <laughs> you got Reggie. Well, he, you, he saw your dollar and a head his signature on it, and he's like, <laughs> Reggie, let's go talk over here. <laughs> Reggie, you want to meet me by the, by the Slurpee machine? <laughs> Get away from this creepy guy? <laughs> you were like, <laughs> with the dollar? 
I ask him to sign everything I'm buying. Can you sign, <laughs> sign this pack of gum? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you sign my Milky Way? <laughs> can you make it out to Andrew's stomach? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was a great story, man. I'm glad uh, you. maybe you could be buddies with it. Maybe you can invite him over for DiGiorno's. <laughs> Make two and then. Sorry, yeah. I just pictured him on my couch uh, <laughs> watching wrestling with us, getting upset about the cat pooping on the yeah. box. Ah, my cat's great. I think I think if there's any comedian I know, cat's great. He does that smelly, smelly, awful poops. Yeah, well, that's how I know she's uh, <laughs> she's she's humble. She knows her poops stinks. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe she doesn't. We do. We do though. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of not stinky, this is really good. I'm almost done with mine. Oh yeah, I'm almost done. It looks like beer. Oh yeah, that's the that's what they're going for. Really? Yeah. Oh. You didn't know that's the joke. It was supposed to be like heavy metal themed because there's a skull and Well, did you see the Super Bowl commercial? Uh yeah, I was with you. Yeah, the Super Well, you might have been uh busy C- canoodling. Uh, canoodling, yeah. Uh <laughs> well, We can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, we're we, running out of time, but We will. Uh, right, let's get into topics, and then we, we can get back to the Super Bowl. All right, but I want to finish this point. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, they had commercial for it at the Super Bowl where a bunch of kids are are hammering them down, and then the mo- pregnant pregnant mom's drinking it, and it's like rock music, and they're like, Rah! and everyone's acting all crazy like they're hammered, and then it stops and it goes, it's just water. Oh. Yeah. So the joke is it looks like beer, and, and maybe that, Joe, maybe that's why Ronnie likes it. And Joe, who's sober, can have a can... Crack one open and, and be pounding them back. It's just he's just hydrating. I know we have that photo with I think it's Regan and Tony Deo's son. Yeah, Carson. Is isn't he drinking this or something? Yeah. All right. I remember uh, when we were watching TV with Joe. I was like, Hey, remember that? And uh, you're like, Yep. And no one else came. I don't know. Was that not a good moment or was that with Joe? We I was telling that story to you and Joe and and uh, everyone just stopped stopped listening to me. <laughs> So, well, they can't all be winners. They can. They can. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> they they aluminum can. Oh man! All right. Uh, I will. Uh, I'm checking our uh, Instagram here. All right. While you do that, I'm gonna stop the camera because sometimes it takes so long to upload, my camera dies. So I'll make it a two part right now. Okay, we have a topic from Might Be Slightly. Uh, they are uh, anxious about taking their family to Disney World in a few weeks. Oh, that's the topic? Yeah. Oh, I think it's pre-vacation anxiety. Well, that's the same. Well, I don't know. What's the subject? All right, what sorry. Are, what's different about the two things? Well, the thing is the thing. I, I, want, you to, I want you to explain how pre-vacation anxiety is Different than being anxious. Well, it's a topic sentence. Pre-vacation anxiety. And then the, the, the paragraph, anxious about taking my family to Disney World. It's two things. It's the same thing. All right, whatever. It's the same thing, and you know it. Agree to <laughs> Discord. <laughs> so, Discord. Discord. Cord. <laughs> We're having Discord. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> discorned on the cob pod that's good uh put some stickers in there and 
I've been trying to find a way to incorporate the stickers this whole time. I forgot what they're called. Knobs. Knobs with the sticks on them. Handles. Maybe. Handle. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Get a handle on them. Handle on my Discord. <laughs> so, Disney World, okay. Anxious about traveling. I don't know what you're anxious about. Uh, COVID, maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, the rides? Those scare me. There's a lot of anxiety at Disney World. Plus the things. The, the giant things. The people dress like the... Oh, the mascots and whatever, the characters. Yeah. 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 Those things are freaky. Some of them are terrifying because their eyes are so big and they don't blink. And uh, And I'm worried about those people in there. How can they breathe? The mascots' eyes are so weird because they don't blink. They kind of look like you and your brother waiting for a tell. Uh, (laughs) Just staring. Yeah. Tell me. uh, Tell me something. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Um, have you ever been to Disney World? Yes. Oh, me too. You have? Yeah, I got a story about it. My family tells us every Christmas, but I went uh, with my grandfather and my family, and we went on the Pirates of the Caribbean, like in the nineties, mm-hmm. and I was like young, and it was just me on the boat. Like I got on the boat, and then it took off right away, so my family was behind <laughs> me. So I was like on the boat by myself. So oh no! I was like, "Woo! I'm, a, I'm a independence." Oh sure, of course. So I started like touching the stuff. I don't think you're supposed to like touching the robots. Yeah. And at one point, I saw it was going around a curve. I got up, walked on the beach, and jumped back in the boat. Oh my god! I know. And I'm you like, you could do everything in the '80s. Yeah, I know. Wrestling and and jumping off a ride. So then I'm like, man, what a rush. That was awesome. And we get to the end of the boat, and there's all the staff waiting for me. Oh, no. I, I didn't realize this, but there's cameras in, in the thing. I didn't know there was. I didn't know there was cameras in there. There was a camera. Oh, they all saw me get out of the boat and walk on and then jump back in the boat. Oh, my God. And, of course, the boat comes with my family. They, they're like, what's going on here? And they're like, your son exited the craft. <laughs> And they asked wow. us to leave, and I think I got banned. I'm, I'm like super, tr- like paranoid or uh, traumatized from the whole experience. I think they asked me never to come back to the park. To the park, I think I'm banned there forever. Wow, I know because jumping out of the thing and jumping back in—that's the most rebellious thing I've ever heard you do. I know. I was all hopped up. I was like 14, hopped I, up on hormones. What year is this? I don't remember, but it was before the movie because I remember when the movie came out, I'm like, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I'm too traumatized. I'll get PTSD. You have, have you seen it? I did. It was good. It's it's great. Do you remember that scene where the one... I think Where the kid jumps out. Jumps back in. Jumps back in. <laughs> All the red coats are ready for him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I don't remember exactly when this was. I think it was the late nineties. <laughs> Actually, it's probably mid nineties. I don't remember. I was young, but I don't remember when it was. Right. I was young enough be, to be stupid enough to jump off a boat and jump back in, which I don't <laughs> think is that big of a deal. I would never do it again, you know. Right. But I would. Uh, it's so unlike you. Yeah, I know. I, I think it was just like that rush of freedom, you know, right. oppressive uh, Catholic school and, mm-hmm. you know, 
I didn't have a car. And, you know, all I could do was go to school and go home and watch Pokemon or whatever. Right. So I'm like, wow, my own boat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me jump off. And jump back in. <laughs> I think it was like a like a drug, you know, like you were like a pirate. I was a pirate. <laughs> I was on the high seas. <laughs> The high stream. You were hopped up on high C. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Luckily, it was the last ride of the the parks, or like it was at night. So I don't know if this is helping. Might be slightly his anxiety. Well, now might th- be. Now, don't now jump off. Just now stay on the boat. children might be t- well, stay tied the, to the boat. Stay in the boat with them. Yeah. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it like vacation is stressful. Vacation, all I ever wanted. Yeah, had to get away. <laughs> oh, sorry for slapping. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear that in the headphones? Not really. Okay, good. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, not cramming one oh, too much in one day is important. Making sure everybody's uh, hydrated, fed, and well-rested because you're going to be walking around all day. You're going to be consuming nothing healthy at the park. Yeah, and sunscreen. I would recommend that. Sunscreen. That sun in Florida really burns your bubble. And the daughter. The water. Get get as much water as possible. And uh, pace yourselves and try to, you know, maybe there's a checklist of so everybody can get something they want to see or do in. Yeah, yeah. What's on a checklist? Uh, beef and uh, ground. Did I say chuck? Yeah. Uh, ground. Ground chuck. Up Chuck. Um, wood, wood, woodchuck. Yeah. On the checklist, it's ground, uh, wood. Yeah, I would chuck this joke. But, uh, <laughs> this joke looks past its expiration. A little smelly. There's corn in this joke. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, my advice. I don't know. Hopefully, it, it helps. Well, you know, uh, it's going to be a fun time, and don't too, put too much pressure on having fun. Take one step at a time, one ride at a time. Because, you know, when you're there, you're like, i got to do everything. i got to hit this and hit that. Right. When you do that, all you end up doing is jumping out of a boat and <laughs> getting kicked out. So careful. Careful there. <laughs> so we love you, might be. And if you have any other topics or anyone has any topics, write down to panicattackingpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we've had some nice emails, and uh, we got one more topic. We got through Twitter from uh, our Patreon and Patreon of Seltzer, Ronnie Martinez. Let me just see what she got over here. And we're going to try. No promises, everybody. Okay, let me see here. Oops, I'm just looking at her whole feed right now. All right, that's not good. Let me see here. Um, oops, I'm not even on the panic attacking Twitter. I'm on my own. Okay, so, oh, she also said uh, she's excited to uh, see us drink them, drink the the, the water. Oh, ex- that's great. Her, her and her son are going to watch. Uh, so that's cool. Okay, here we go. Okay, so she wrote on Twitter, big anxiety problem for the pod. I'm going through menopause. I Google what it is, and it's just a list of symptoms that prepare you for death. I'm not going to wear a damn moo-moo and start watching The View. You guys might have to consult Dr. Deb on this one. So uh, so I was thinking we could try to reach out to Dr. Deb, see. Uh, all right, so we're going to, everybody, wait, hold on, let's count it off. Three, two, one. 
So we're gonna. So this is like uh, when you're going through the airport, and you have a. They need to do that uh, strip search, so they have like a female. If you're a woman, they have a female officer. Oh, sure, yeah. So we're gonna try to get a female perspective here. Past guest or past, uh, she was a regular guest, Doctor Deb, who uh, identity is unknown. We will. uh, I'll try to reach out to her and see if she picks up. And if not, me and me and Steve will try to try to talk to you if she doesn't answer you could call your mom yeah yeah it's true yeah <laughs> so let's see you hear it through the headphones i hear it through the headphones all right oh maybe i gotta turn hey it. buddy hey uh dr deb uh i'm here <laughs> on the podcast oh i remember that thing i texted you about right <laughs> do you have uh so we had a listener uh <laughs> brownie martinez Go through menopause. I texted you if you had any thoughts or something. Do you have any advice for this woman? I'm really? sorry to put you on the spot. Hello? Hey, uh, I'm here. Um, All right. I was just um, not prepared for your call. Oh, I, I texted you, but all right. All right, we, uh, we don't have to do this, I guess. No, I can answer the question. I was just taken by surprise. That's oh, all. yeah. I just realized this isn't getting on the camera at all. All right. No, it'll get on the audio. Okay. All right. Great. Menopause. Yes. <laughs> Menopause. Okay, we got well. a live caller here. We got a live caller. <laughs> Menopause. Right. Um so I'm not, I'm not sure if the person is experiencing it at this time or anticipating. Well, she said uh, it was a, a list of si- all she could find is a list of symptoms. What is it, what is it exactly happening? I don't know. Oh, well, what exactly happens is uh, a woman's estrogen level uh, begins to decline. So they no longer ovulate oh. um, and they're no longer fertile. Mm. Um, so they don't have to worry about pregnancy. Well, that's a plus. <laughs> she already yeah, has a kid. So, uh, yeah, you, usually uh, as a rule, uh, you can say you're menopausal or a woman can say they're menopausal if they no longer have a period uh, for a year. <laughs> My God. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so it's just a part of life maybe and uh, I don't know. Well, it's a it's a big change uh, because you know the the woman um, cannot have children. So uh, for some women, um, it's quite a challenge to adjust to. Uh, but estrogen is a hormone that is really protective. It uh, helps contribute to strong bones mm. uh, and bone growth. Uh, it also uh, can be a protective. A hormone um, for um, certain cancers uh, is protective from dementia. Oh God! Um, so it's bad. Yeah, this is bad. It, well, it's not bad. It, it's <laughs> really sounds <natural>. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she, can she take supplements or something? Right. So what I would suggest is a woman that believes that she's going through menopause. You you do want to. Uh, go to the gynecologist and get a, a physical because you want to be sure. Uh, they'll measure hormone levels um, and indicate if it's looking like the, the hormones are in decline. 
um, and the person is approaching menopause. Um, but uh, the other thing with that is uh, that some um, physicians will prescribe or providers will prescribe an estrogen supplement. And that estrogen supplement can help with uh, decreasing the symptoms of menopause, but also help with some of those uh, protective measures that, um, you know, the estrogen was providing. Okay. Like uh, the bone. Mm. The bone and, um, the, and the dementia and the, the stuff. All right. Well, we got enough from it, you. Thank you so much, Dr. Deb. We got to okay. go. We're running out of time. That was good, though. <laughs> See the gynecologist to get the supplements. But there's also natural supplements. If a person is not able to go on uh, estrogen, I know you should uh, eat. Uh, you should eat fast food. Fast food chicken supplements have their downside, <laughs> and if a woman has their uterus, they want to be sure that they have estrogen and progesterone. They cannot take estrogen alone. Okay. Um, so that's why it's important to go to gynecologists. Uh, but. Uh, there are hormonal uh, remedies that uh, many women um, say are, are are quite effective. All right. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Deb. Thanks for uh, being okay. on the pod. Thanks for checking in. All yeah, right. It's good I'll... to hear from you guys. Okay. okay bye. We'll talk to you later. You, bye. 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 Oh, my God. That was gross. Uh, sorry, Ronnie. And Dr. Deb. And Dr. Deb. <laughs> Dr. Deb was spitting uh, all this. Oh, geez. Do you hear that? All right. Well, I don't think we'll ever do that again. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? It went so perfectly. It was so perfect. The the guest was ready. (laughs) (laughs) The advice, uh, you know, was... uh, I thought the advice was good. I mean, it's never advice that you and I will have to take, but it's good for uh, all our female listeners to uh, know about that stuff and... Definitely talk to people uh, like Dr. Deb or a gynecologist and not either one of us. Yeah, and um, it sounds like you can fight this, Ronnie. I mean, I'm not saying you can... Not, not in court. Re- not re- but, yeah, Or in a ring, but <laughs> with uh, with a ref. Ooh. Or a chair. <laughs> or a chair. <laughs> but it sounds like you take supplements and, you know, try to minimize the effect it's going to have on your body. And you don't have to sit around eating moo-moos and yo-play. You can, you know, get these supplements. Eating moo-moos. Oh, yeah. I don't know what a moo-moo is. Moo ice cream. <laughs> what does the cow say? <laughs> there was an ice cream place by me called Moo Moo's. Oh, really? Spelled M O O. It was pretty pretty uh, good. Pretty bad. Pretty bad ice cream. <laughs> uh, perfect. All right. Well, that sums it all up. Um, it's going to be a nightmare to put together an editing, yeah, but some of all fears. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but everybody, uh, oh, we got some plugs. We'll also do it at the beginning. I don't really. I don't put the intro in the in the video, but we'll do the plugs. So I got a special plug. This might be new to you, or you might be on it. I'm excited. Tuesday, I'll be on the live Tuesdays with stories at Fat Black on March 22nd. Are you on that? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm uh, gone. Okay. I'm, okay. So. Oh, I'm ch- not gone, but I'm not on it. If you're in New York City, come. It's going to be the convergence of the worlds. And I get to call Mark. This is my. Uh, this is my line. I'm going to have. When I see Mark, oh boy, I'm gonna go. Ah, oh, the summer me, huh? From Seinfeld, when George, oh, George meets yeah. Jerry's other friend. Yeah, yeah. Because Jerry had him at summer camp. All right, maybe that's not gonna go over no, well. No, I think that you should try that. Oh, jeez. 
Well, I'm going to make sure I, I don't miss this. <laughs> and then also uh, Omaha Funny Bone, March 11th and 12th, Albany Funny Bone, who a listener, Molly's already got her tickets. Uh, she got four. She only has a, a, one other friend. So it's pretty, it's high stakes events. 25th and 26th, I'll be at Albany Funny Bone. And I'll be doing a string of shows in Michigan. Uh, those dates will be finalized in a, in a minute. Beautiful. I uh, will be on the road with Brian Regan uh, this whole week that this comes out. I'll be uh, in uh, Oregon and California. You can see the the uh, specific places on Brian Regan's uh, website. Uh, then I'll be in Zanies in Nashville doing a uh, local TV taping. That's on March 2nd. And then the album slash special comes out May 6th. Awesome, man. Big things up ahead for us, folks. Yeah. You're in on the early. You're one of the 50 viewers of our YouTube. <laughs> we hope to expand that to 75. <laughs> well, the the recent episode, I the audio was a little jit, jittery, so I, I changed it. So our, we had more views than we had, but yeah, that's what I, uh, the excuse I'm going to go with. But see, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, and good luck with the menopause. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to that episode. Yeah, thank you for uh, listening to our uh, podcast. We really appreciate it. If you want your topics listed on the show, please shoot us an email anytime before Sunday, because that's usually when we record, and we will read your anxiety topic on the air and do a bunch of jokes about it. Yeah, panicattackingpodcast at gmail.com. Send it over there or tag us on any social media, which is all in the description of this episode. Yes, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. And also, if you want to leave a review that would really help us and we always share the review and read it at uh out loud yeah and also uh, the patreon five dollars a month gets you four bonus episodes the link to that is in our description and i think that might be it yeah but we'll, be, we'll worry about it until we figure it out oh and we're on the helium network everyone <laughs> thank you thank you everybody cool. my heart starts beating really fast Sweating and trembling. Oh, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Good time. Good time.